Well, hello there. Welcome back. I'm Lizzie Frisbee and you are listening to An Idiot with Idioms, the podcast that brings you knowledge on how to chit-chat like a local wherever you are in the world. And today we're continuing with the UK series. It's time to don your kilt and grab your bagpipes because we are heading on up to Glasgow in Scotland. Our local tour guide will be the wonderful Robin Richford, a presenter on your television and your radio, from ITV to Sky One to Fun Kids Radio and Radio One. And you are going to love this because hands down, she has one of the best accents out there. Let's go find out more about her hometown. Hello, Robin Richford. Welcome to the podcast. Hello, thanks for having me. Thank you for joining me. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I mean, I uh, won't lie to you, I'm recovering still from the weekend. Reading Festival? It was Reading Festival, yes. Um, And I was like, do you know what? I'm actually just going to enjoy myself. So I wasn't even drinking, but I still slept horizontal for the whole of the Monday. I couldn't, honestly. (laughs) At least, uh, did you have a nice sort of day off on Monday? Yeah, I took my day off. I just thought, I'm just going to lie here. Um, I was all danced out, but it was so nice to be at a festival. I bet it must be so weird being back after, what, two years? I know everyone's saying it, but it is a big deal to be back in a massive group of people with live music. That's it. And, like, we went to um, the Radio 1 dance tent um, because I'm obsessed with Nathan Daw. I love him so much. (laughs) I'm like, I don't want him to think I'm a stalker, but I do really enjoy his sets. (laughs) (laughs) So it was like... I know and it was just mad like we were jumping up and down like in a tent and like the sweat was like dripping off my shins and I didn't even care do you know what I mean yeah definitely yeah I don't imagine people care I mean I for one like one of my friends is like you should go clubbing let's go clubbing and I'm like I don't know how I feel about getting sweaty people sweaty people everywhere you know (laughs) but maybe I'll enjoy it in the moment well that's it and I think that we were a bit like apprehensive like going in and you're there for 10 minutes and then you're like okay we're good now let's go let's jump (laughs) up and down (laughs) nice and who else did you see who else was like headlining that day um well Liam Gallagher was the headliner but Jerry Cinnamon who I absolutely love and I know it sounds so cliche because of course he's so Scottish um but that's who we went to see basically I am obsessed with Jerry Cinnamon so yeah he was incredible and I was very impressed by like all of the um English crowd like how well they knew all the songs really I thought yeah I really was like oh no I'm going to see Jerry Cinnamon in England it's not going to be the same but it was a bit strange hearing the whole crowd singing a Scottish accent (laughs) (laughs) I bet and so that, that brings us nicely into today's episode of course so you are from Glasgow aren't you currently living in Wimbledon is that right? Yes. Yeah. Oh, well remembered. Yeah. yeah, I'm in Wimbledon at the minute. I've been in London for like 10 years now, but um, when you're Glaswegian, you're always Glaswegian, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Sticks with you. And everyone loves the accent, right? Do you find a lot of people telling you that they love your accent all the time down here? Yeah, they do down here. But then like when you go home, they don't really like the Glaswegian accent. <laughs> yeah, Edinburgh's like a bit posher, you know, so like they've got all the posh folk in Edinburgh. Really? Now I've heard this. Is it because it is like, can you notice the difference in accent between an Ed- Ed- Edinburghian? What's it called? An Edinburgh person oh yeah I well I think yeah I mean we call them uh, Edinburghers but I'm pretty sure that's not an official term (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I like that though. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, you do see you do see a big difference in the accent. Um, we think they're like dead posh and a bit closer to English than us, but really. Um, yeah yeah definitely but then I don't know if that's actually like what English people think but for us we're like yeah the Edinburgh ones are the ones that are just a little bit more proper you know more proper the proper part of Scotland <laughs> yeah they're the capital so they're trying to be all fancy in that aren't true, they <laughs> true yeah and I've been to Edinburgh once actually for the fringe lovely place but I think it was the first day there were bagpipes everywhere I was like <laughs> typical Scottish like do you get people playing bagpipes all over the streets I don't imagine it's a daily occurrence surely it weirdly is you know <laughs> no way <laughs> it weirdly is don't get me wrong when it's the fringe you know they all come out in force there's like more than one but I love nothing more than getting off the train and guys going here in the bagpipes I'm like oh I'm home oh that's nice then wow I didn't realize I thought it was more of like you know kind of like touristy thing being like oh this is a typical thing like people think like we have cream scones every day in the jam yeah um, we don't I wish we did but we don't so tell me a bit about more about Glasgow as well because I really don't know much what's your sort of favorite part of the city Oh, that's a really good question. So I love the um, West End. There's a place called Ashton Lane and it's like all cobbled streets and that's like the kind of like best bars and things like that. Um, And I think like people always say this about Glasgow, but it is actually true. Like the people are what make Glasgow so amazing and stand out in like a lot of places around the UK. Um, They are super friendly They've got great banter, and I know I'm biased, but it's true. <laughs> um, and they just don't take themselves so seriously as a general rule. Obviously, massive generalisation. Yeah. But as a general rule, um, in Glasgow, people just don't take life too seriously. And I think that's that's definitely what I love most about the city. That sounds nice. I'm definitely going to have to visit. And don't, isn't there, like, amazing, like, lakes and locks and all of that geography up there as well? Yeah, it's absolutely stunning, to be honest. Here's me talking about pubs, eh? <laughs> Sorry, I did a geography degree, so that's why I'm like straight in with like, oh my gosh, rocks. <laughs> no, you're right though. Like, like Loch Lomond's not far from Glasgow, um, oh. and it is absolutely stunning. Like, it was really funny actually. I went traveling um, for work, and we climbed this mountain in Japan, and I was so excited because everyone said it's the most incredible views you've ever seen. And so I climbed this mountain and it took hours and I got to the top and I was like, it literally looks like Scotland. <laughs> really? No way, there's no, no point I, leaving. You should have just stayed in Scotland. That's it. I was <laughs> like, funny. all that hike and all that money to come to Japan. I was like, and honestly, it's just like Loch Lomond. It's, in fact, probably <laughs> Scotland's prettier. Um, but yeah, no, it's very, very beautiful to be fair. Oh, that's amazing. And we'll have to talk a bit about your sort of, all your travelling you've done as well, which you've done through your dancing work wasn't it when you were, used to work on a cruise yes. ship um so we'll come to the back to that in a little bit once you've got the idioms underway first up then are you one for languages do you speak any other languages yourself does it interest you <laughs> no I'm absolutely rotten at languages but I love I honestly love them I used to speak German and I went on the German exchange Ooh. and all I came back with was like ich which is basically I love you <laughs> oh. That sounds like something else, that. <laughs> I know, I know, that's why I thought it was so funny. <laughs> I was like, is this going to be inappropriate? Um, <laughs> oh, that's funny. Where's she going with this? <laughs> <laughs> that is definitely one to remember. Ich liebe dich. 
Wow, didn't, didn't learn that one in the German Idioms podcast. There we go, a new one for you, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Um, <laughs> brilliant. So then, the, what I've been dying to find out about is your Glaswegian idiom. So if you'd like to give me one of your idioms, and I'll try and have a guess of what it is, I might need you to put it in a sentence for me. And then, yeah, we'll see how it goes. Okay, so one of my favourites, and is usually used daily in my house, is away and bile your heat. <laughs> away and bile your heat? Oh gosh, does that mean get get ready? It sounds like a quite a rushing, like a rushful thing. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good, I like that. So it has obviously like an actual translation, okay? So the actual translation is go away and boil your head. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> but that's not actually what people mean. What they mean is basically like um, if someone's like talking nonsense or they're being ridiculous or they've asked you to do something that you're like, absolutely not, I'm not doing that. Um, so like a good example would be like when I was younger, I would always be like, dad, can you pick me up from the club at like 2 a.m.? And he would always be like, nah, away and bail your head. And it would basically mean, like, not a chance. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Wow. that's That seems quite aggressive for a first one. Oh, my goodness. No, I like it. It gets the message across. So, you know, the great use of language. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? That is something about Glaswegians, though. Like, I think if you're, like, outside of Glasgow, it sounds really aggressive. But it's actually not. The de- it is dead friendly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm sure it is. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I'm not convinced. But uh, there we go. There's time. I can adapt. (laughs) (laughs) So if actually in you said that you sort of translated it, is is it like Glaswegian specific words like a language itself? Because I didn't know that. Uh, Well, it's kind of like slang, I guess. Right. Um, So like some of it's Scottish. So like heed is obviously head and that's Scottish slang. Um, so they use that in like Edinburgh, uh, I'm calling them Edinburgh, <laughs> Edinburgh as well. They'll use that. Um, bile, I think for boil might be Glaswegian, but I'd need to check that one. Mm. Um, but yeah, so it's just, it's slang basically. But y- there is a lot in Glasgow where obviously when you're growing up, you don't realise it's slang. So actually teaching like kids English in Glasgow is funny because they'll write the way they speak, but obviously that's not... <laughs> Correct, Go away and your head. <laughs> yeah, no, they're literally like, I wait and file your head. So, yeah. <laughs> and they're like, but miss, it's head. And she's like, no, you got to write it head. <laughs> we, oh, I need to try saying that. So you're going away and? Away and feel your head. Bile. Bile. Bile <laughs> your head. Your head. Bile your head. There you go. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, oh, this is going to take a while. <laughs> Maybe I'll let you do it. <laughs> Away by your it. heed. Um, your next idiom, please. Uh, Gein at Laldi. I definitely heard the word Aldi in there. <laughs> um, Shall I say it again? Yes, please. <laughs> okay, so it's Gein at Laldi. Gein at Laldi. How would you use that in a sentence? So if um, you'd be like, Oh, wow, she's gain at Laldi. She's loud. It's not far off, actually. It basically means, like, she's really going for it. 
so if someone's like on the dance floor and they're really dancing loads, you'd be like, wow, she's gaining at Laldi. Oh, I love that. I love that. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. Gain it loudy. Yeah, it's like a compliment. Ah, amazing. Love it. Gain it loud, loudly, loudly. Am I saying it right again? I'm saying it wrong, aren't I? <laughs> it's, I guess it is like Aldi, but with an L in front. So. Loudy. 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 Yeah. Gain it loudy. <laughs> amazing. Out of interest, have you ever used these expressions down south and people being like, what are you on about? Or did you know that people wouldn't get it down in England? I think when I first moved here, I definitely used them. Um, my accent's actually changed quite a bit since I've obviously lived here for so long because really? of that. Like, yeah, because like loads of people just don't have a clue what you're saying, and then <laughs> so you naturally just adapt, don't you? Um, so I don't say like my R is the same. So like when I'm at home, I'd say girl or world, but here I'd say girl or world. Oh, so you have to really put your mind in sync and think, what, where am I? How am I going to say things? That must be really frustrating when you first move down. Because it's like, you're speaking oh. English, but if people don't get the R's. <laughs> That's it. And my name as well is like Robin Richford. So when I first moved down here and I was dancing and stuff, and you have to introduce yourself, and I really rolled my R's, and they had no idea what my name was. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Did anyone think your name was something completely different? Like, did you have a weird, someone call you by the wrong name completely because they just... I've, I've had so many people like, Oibin? Oibin? And I'm like, no, who's called Oibin? No one's called Oibin, are they? <laughs> yeah, that's a new one. I guess it could be a good stage name, you know, make it for the stage. <laughs> Amazing. Um, one of your next idioms, please. Taps off. Taps off. That sounds like... I don't know what that sounds like. I was like, oh, I don't know. I'm awful. I, my brain is not working whatsoever. You can tell I don't go to Scotland enough. <laughs> <laughs> this is a tricky one. Well, it's not actually tricky, but it basically has a meaning, but also like a literal translation as well. Oh, okay. What's the literal translation then? Tops off. Tops off. Oh, I was thinking it. Yeah, that makes sense. Taps off, tops off. And then, but it's not meaning get your tops off, I'm guessing. It's got another meaning. <laughs> yeah, it's got, well, I guess it kind of means take your tops off, but basically people will <laughs> use it as an expression to say that it's hot outside. Oh, um, that's But nice. like their hot is like higher than 11 degrees, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's just gone past 10, 11 degrees centigrade and it's too hot. <laughs> What is the temperature you get in in Glasgow in the summertime? Like heat of summer. When do you need to take your taps taps off? Taps taps off. <laughs> Honestly, they really well take them off when it's like eleven degrees. I'm not even exaggerating. You walk around Glasgow city centre and the men will have their tops off if there's like the tiniest hint of sun anywhere to be oh seen. My gosh, wow, that's dedication to the sunshine. I know. I think I think as well, like, I always say I've lost my Scottish layer, but I honestly think you just don't feel the cold as much because you're used to it. Yeah, um, yeah. I remember being cold in the summer in, in my one, on my one visit to Scotland. Yeah, I think it was like 14 degrees maybe, but didn't notice anyone with their taps, taps off. <laughs> <laughs> Too yeah. posh in the capital. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, more classy. <laughs> Maybe that was it. Exactly. <laughs> Brilliant. That's it. Um, was it a shock for you then when you're a dancer and you 
got you've it sounds like you've visited the whole world like tell us a little bit about that then like you're working on a cruise ship and the places you visited yeah so before I started in telly I um worked as a dancer and I worked on like a year-long um world cruise so I traveled around the world and saw like oh, I think it was like 39 countries something like that because I remember being annoyed that I hadn't hit the 40 mark <laughs> oh no <laughs> um so yeah I traveled all around the world and that was amazing because when you do you see so many different cultures languages like um it just opens your it just opens your mind so much when you travel and you realize one how lucky we are here in the UK um and two that like actually we don't necessarily have it right with the capitalist society and stuff like that and actually living a simple life might you might just be as content sort of thing and I think I definitely took that away from me when I was kind of traveling around and seeing all the different ways that people live yeah definitely it must have been so eye-opening because you were how old when you went off traveling the entire world uh, so I was 21 when I started wow. uh, finished when I was 22 yeah That's so I was so only young cool. yeah yeah amazing what's your favorite place oh it's so tricky so I think as a as a whole country Japan was my favorite even though the views weren't the same as Scotland. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but as a culture, the people were amazing. I just loved the country of Japan. Um, and then I think my actual favourite place, like individual place, um, might be Porta Princesa, which is in the Philippines. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like an area of the Philippines that have like underground rivers. And wow. you can like, yeah it's really cool so you kind of like go through on a little boat under the caves um and it's just gorgeous and the people are just unbelievably friendly the philippines in general the people are so nice um so yeah i think between them two they're my favorite i think and those places must have been hot <laughs> that must have been a shock so <laughs> how do you survive <laughs> that's it I came back and I definitely lost my Scottish layer that's sure. <laughs> I had a tan for like a year and a half after getting off oh my gosh that's amazing I bet all your friends are jealous they were like where are you being <laughs> that's oh. it unfollow me on Instagram I'm sure of it <laughs> um I do have one last question mm-hmm. for you on the cruise ships because I feel a lot of people I don't know about you a lot of people have been binging on Below Deck or binge watched the series Below Deck during lockdown were you one of those people to do that I did watch some of it I did watch some yeah and I'm laughing because I get this question all the time I'm so sorry but was it was it anything like that what did was it was there loads of drama below deck oh my gosh so much drama and so much more than even they've got because there was so many of us um because obviously cruise ships I don't know how many um in terms of the actual crew yeah I think there might even be there's definitely hundreds I don't know if it hits the thousands but um yeah so much drama and then obviously you've got like it's the weirdest thing because on a cruise ship it's like you're in the bar with like the doctor that you've maybe just gone to with like a weird rash or do you know what I mean (laughs) that's strange yeah I guess you're all just living on top of each other on this shit and for those listeners who maybe don't know below deck definitely worth checking out uh personal favorite it's just these people going on really expensive holidays and yachts and you follow the life of the crew below deck and there's, there's just always drama between the stewardesses the deckhands yeah and a cruise ship that's just must be amplified but yeah to have a doctor who's just knowing your business to then sit next to them at dinner very bizarre 
Yeah, it's a bit weird, isn't it? And then you've obviously got like, um, we've well, got everyone basically, but you've also got like your bosses, you know, like whoever's the entertainment director is, you know, in the bar as well. So it's, it is a weird situation in the sense that you are seeing people like outside of their kind of role and in real life you wouldn't obviously do that yeah was there a lot of drinking and socializing all together or would you stay with your dancers no there was yeah everyone was very social especially when you're on there for so long because I mean as much as you love your dancers you'd um you get bored (laughs) there's only (laughs) there's only like 16 of you in the cast so um you kind of know everything you know people inside out in the first kind of four months so by the time it gets to the 10th month you're so excited when there's like new crew on board and you get to meet them and hang out and it's really good actually it's a bit of a family to be fair yeah dysfunctional but still (laughs) isn't every family (laughs) ah true true (laughs) oh amazing so back from the Bahamas or cruising around Philippines to Glasgow. What's your next idiom or saying that you'd like to share with us? Uh, I've got one here that's called "Shut your gaggy." Just make me laugh. Shut your gaggy. <laughs> yeah, that just sounds so silly. Uh, is it something silly? Like, is it quite a silly thing, or is it rude? It, no, it's not rude. I know it sounds like it might be. Um, but it's like, you would say it kind of like tongue in cheek, but it's got like Oh, a... does it mean like stop that nonsense kind of thing? It's it's actually very similar, yeah. So like translation, it would be shut your mouth, but it's not actually as aggressive as that. It's a bit more like um, kind of be quiet. Like if someone tells you something, so someone might say something like, um, I don't know like Dorothy down the street takes her bins out two days earlier whatever it is the gossip of the street is you'd be like shut your geggy <laughs> she really oh my gosh I love that oh my gosh I need to use that in my life from now on shut your geggy I love that it's just fun to say <laughs> I don't know why I find it so fun to say does geggy mean mouth in general or just in this sense just in this sense, yeah. Just in this sense. <laughs> we do make it complicated. When I was actually going through it, I was like, oh my gosh, like if someone was to move to Scotland and English wasn't their first language, I right, it's really confusing. <laughs> <laughs> but I bet like it's that with many languages, like there's always things, specific words, phrases, isn't it? That that's why we got this podcast to help you out. <laughs> yes, exactly. Brilliant. And do you have how many more sayings do you have for us? Well, I brought loads of extra because you know me, I like to do my homework, but I've got one last one that's like an official one. Okay, would you like to go for that, please? Your Wayne's pure boggin. (laughs) Your Wayne's pure boggin. Right, I can't even think what that is. A boggin, I'm just thinking, I'm going all geography here again where I'm thinking about a bog. I spent too too many years of my degree standing in a bog. Is it, is it to do with the bog? Bogging? Similar. You're on the like, really? you're on the right lines, yeah. Um. Oh my gosh. I need. I, I need another clue. Can I get another clue? Is that possible without you giving it away? Yeah. So you might say this if someone's child had just come out of like uh, a dirty sandpit. Oh, so they're just filthy. 
covered in yeah. mud or stuff. Like as if they've been stuck in a bog. Exactly. You're on the right tracks for sure. Um, so basically, like the translation is, your child is really dirty. <laughs> um, but it would be, again, like quite tongue-in-cheek, like... Um, like if you'd come back, you know, like when you were young and you used to go to like nursery and you would never come back clean ever, would you? Because <laughs> children never do. So your mum or dad might go, oh my gosh, you're pure bogging. <laughs> and it would just mean like, oh, you're so dirty. Um, but it can also mean like ugly as well. So like, oh. um, and not of an, as nice of a sense. So if someone's on like Tinder and says, what about him? You might go, nah, he's bogging. Oh, that's so mean. It's so mean. It's so <laughs> mean. Bogged. So I won't take that as a compliment if someone says that to me while I'm next visiting Scotland or <laughs> Glasgow. <laughs> oh, and I've enjoyed these so much. So you're going to have to share another another idiom with us if you've got spares, please. <laughs> okay, let's do pure Baltic. Pure Baltic. Right. I'm thinking chicken balti pie. The Baltic region, Varnarino, what I mean. <laughs> you're Baltic. good, you're good. You're on the right track. Am I? What, with the pie or with the Baltic region? <laughs> region, let's go region. Okay. okay. Um, actually, not really, actually. No, no you're not. No. no. <laughs> I'm trying. Um, yeah, okay. Is it something bad, about a negative saying about someone? Uh, it's not about someone, um, but it's about, uh, I'm trying to not give it away. It's about like something we talk about most days, but it's not someone. It's like, it's like something we talk about that you would usually talk about for um, small chat. Like if you just met someone. The weather. <laughs> How's the weather outside? <laughs> Is it that? Oh, cold. You're Baltic. It's cold outside. Yay! Oh my God. <laughs> I knew you'd get that one. I was like, I know she's gonna get this one. Uh, yeah, so pure Baltic just means it's really cold outside. Yeah. Oh, nice to know. And that'll be a useful phrase, I bet, when I visit. If I visit in the winter time. <laughs> yeah. Pure or the Baltic. summer. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh, that makes sense. Amazing. I'm gonna be practicing these at home, doing my homework, revising, and practicing in the public now. <laughs> that's it and when you go to Glasgow you can just show off now exactly exactly do you think people won't understand what I'm saying though because my accent is ridiculously southern English <laughs> yeah maybe or they might just laugh because they'll really not expect it if you say <laughs> uh something like gang at Laldi I think they'll just yeah that'll be funny <laughs> oh I can't wait I'm gonna show off <laughs> so where are we gonna see you next Robin Richford Presenting on, you've just done your month on Radio 1, Early Breakfast Fridays, but a couple of months ago. Yeah, well, July, actually. So, yeah, just, just last month, yeah. Um, oh, no, we're September now. I know. Gosh, <laughs> um, yeah, so I did my early breakfast there. I, hopefully going to be popping up with a little bit of dipping and covering. Um, and then, yeah, some telly stuff. How was it being on Radio 1? It was amazing. I absolutely loved it. Um, I love Radio 1 because it's got such a nice vibe to it um don't get me wrong it was um obviously a little bit scary the first day um like anything is but I absolutely loved it and um yeah I just I love a good tune you know like to have a little boogie with the nation it's fun amazing 
And then your television stuff, where are we going to see you on our TVs? Uh, so I've got a couple of things in the pipeline at the minute. So I'm not, um, we've just finished Scrambled, which is the kids show that I uh, present on Saturday and Sunday morning. Um, so that's not on our tellies anymore, sadly, um, which is exciting for me because it kind of opens me up for like a few more opportunities and things like that. Um, so I'm currently doing like a new YouTube series where I run round mansions, um, and get to just go in rich people's cupboards and stuff. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Have you found Narnia yet? <laughs> not yet, not yet. But let me tell you, some of these houses and gardens are like Narnia. Let me tell you. Oh my goodness, that sounds amazing. I want to quickly go back to the scramble though. Um, um, I know it's done, but how many times did you have to face the gunge? Oh, honestly, Lizzie, I got gunged all the time. I was so bad, like so bad. And I was determined to not get gunged. And I think every time I faced a gunge in, which was probably once every four weeks, I got gunged. <laughs> oh my gosh. Because I think a thing that as a child I remember watching typical children's TV, there would always be a good gunging of your favourite presenters and it just looks so sticky. How do you get this gunge off? What is it like? It's the hair for me. Honestly, I've got curly hair just like you and honestly trying to get the gunge out of your hair, it's like you have to wash it like four times. <laughs> oh my gosh. Is it like clay or like Play-Doh? Yeah, do you know what it is? It's almost like, um, have you ever played with um, slime before? Um, it's like quite a sticky, um, it's kind of like, I don't know how to explain it, like a sticky texture, um, but it's almost like a watery version of slime. Oh my goodness. Oh, yeah. Yuck. It's fun though, I must say, <laughs> it's fun. Yeah. I'm... And we only ever got gunged if we couldn't think of 10 things um with a certain category and obviously we're put on the spot didn't know what the category was um so I was always so rubbish I even <laughs> failed when it was like fruit and veg beginning with C I was like I don't know any really carrot <laughs> that's it that's all I had I had carrot I just kept going carrot celery carrot celery oh, celery's a good one yeah I just have courgette there we go but we're not playing right now <laughs> 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 There's time to come now. But oh, amazing. I've always wanted to know and you've answered the question. I wanted to know all about the gunge. Well, thank you so much, Robin Richford, for letting us into your city of Glasgow and how to speak Glaswegian, kind of. I think you did really well. Well, thank you so much. And where can we catch you on socials? Oh, it's Robin Richford. Uh, Robin's spelt with a Y and Richford is like the money and then the car. Amazing. So rich Ford. We'll keep updated with you on that. Thank you. Thank you so much, Robin Richford. And Glasgow, we are ready for you. If you enjoyed this podcast, hit follow wherever you listen. And to keep updated on the latest episodes, follow at Idiot with Idioms on Instagram and Twitter. And until next time, keep getting it loudy. Did I say that right? <laughs>